recorded live. That's the introduction song for this show. I, I guess we better get started. This is on the uh, this is on the prophecy of uh, Hosea. Prophecy of Hosea, chapter one, verse one. The word of Yahweh then came unto Hosea, the son of Beeri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Azaz, and Hezekiah, the kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, the king of Israel. The beginning of the word of Yahweh by Hosea, and Yahweh said to Hosea, Go unto thee, a wife of whoredoms, and 
children of whoredoms, for the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from Yahweh. So he went and took Joma, the daughter of Diblaim, which conceived and bare him a son. And Yahweh said unto him, Call his name Jezreel, for yet a little while, and I will avenge the blood of Jezreel upon the house of Jehu, and will cause to cease the kingdom of the house of Israel. And it shall come to pass at that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. And she conceived again and bare a daughter. And Yahweh said unto her, unto him, Call her name, Loruhamah, for I will no more have mercy upon the house of Israel, but I will utterly take them away. But I will have mercy upon the house of Judah, and I will save them by the Lord their God, Yahweh. And will not save them by bow, nor sword, nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen. Now when she had weaned, Loru Hamash, she conceived and bare a son. Then said Yahweh, call his name, Loami, for ye are not my people, and I will not be your God. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in that place where it was said unto them, Ye are not my people, there it shall be said unto them, Ye are the sons of the living God, Yahweh. Well, obviously the Jews do not, the Jews do not live up to this prophecy because the Jews are not uh, beyond measurable number. Well, there's 30 million Jews on the planet. So they, can't, they cannot be children of Yahweh. Then shall the children of Judah and the children of Israel be gathered together and appoint themselves one head and they shall come up out of the land for great shall be the day of Jezreel. Chapter 2, Hosea verse 1. Say ye unto your brethren Ami and to your sisters Ruhamah, plead with your mother, plead, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts, lest I strip her naked and set her as in the day that she was born and make her as a wilderness and set her like a dry land and slay her with thirst. I will not have mercy upon her children, for they be the children of whoredoms. For their mother hath played the harlot, that she conceived them, hath done shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers that give me bread and my water, my wool, my flax, mine oil, and my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall that she shall not find her path. And she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them, and she shall seek them, but not find them. Then shall she shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband. For then was it better with me than now. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her gold and silver, which they prepared for Baal, meaning Satan, another word for Baal. In the Hebrew it means Lord. Not, not Lord God, Yahweh, Lord of you know, the Jews, Satan. Therefore I will, I will return and take away my corn in time. Therefore, 
and my wine in the season thereof, and will recover my wool and my flax given to cover her nakedness. And now I will discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and none shall deliver her out of mine hand. I will also cause her all, I will cause her mirth to cease her feast days, her new moons, her new Sabbaths, and her solemn feasts. And I will destroy her vines and her fig trees, whereof she hath said, These are my rewards, and my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the beasts of the field shall eat them. And I will visit upon her in the days of Balaam, wherein she burned incest to them, and she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels, and she went after her lovers, and forgot me, saith Yahweh. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her, and I will give her vineyards from hence, and the valley of Achor for a door of hope, and she shall sing there, as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. Hosea chapter 3 verse 1. Then said Yahweh unto me, Go yet, love a woman, beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress according to the love of Yahweh toward the children of Israel, who look to other gods and love flagons of wine. So I bought her to me for 15 pieces of silver and for a homer of barley and an half homer of barley. And I said unto her, Thou shalt abide for me many days. Thou shalt not play the harlot, and thou shalt not be for another man. So will I be for thee. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king, and without a prince, and without a sacrifice, and without an image, and without an ephod, and without a teraphim. Afterward shall the children of Israel return and seek Yahweh their God. And, is, and David, their king, and shall fear Yahweh and his goodness in the latter days. Hosea chapter 4 verse 1. Hear the word of Yahweh, ye children of Israel. For Yahweh hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of Yahweh in the land. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and blood toucheth blood. Therefore shall the land mourn, and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven. Yea, the fishes of the sea shall also be taken away. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another, for thy people are as they that strive with the priests. Therefore shall thou fall in the day, and the prophets shall also fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. And I will also reject thee that thou shalt not be a priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of Yahweh, I will also forget thy children. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore I will change their glory into shame. They eat up the sin of my people, and they set their heart on their iniquity, and there shall be like people, like priests, and I will punish them for their ways and reward them for their doings. For they shall eat and not have enough, and they shall commit whoredom, and they shall not increase, 
because they have left off to take heed to Yahweh. And we can see that Hosea chapter 4 verse 10, that's exactly what's happening now. I mean, people are committing whoredom. There's plenty of adultery going on. But we have birth rates in Western countries which are low, below the 2.1 replacement rate. Whoredom and windom. And wine, whoredom and wine, and a new wine take away the heart. Hosea chapter 4 verse 12. My people ask counsel at their stocks, and their staff declareth unto them. For the spirit of whoredoms hath caused them to err, and have gone a whoring from under their God Yahweh. They sacrifice upon the tops of the mountains, and burn incense upon the hills, under the oaks and the poplars and the elms, because the shadow thereof is good. Therefore, your daughters shall commit whoredom and your spouses commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit whoredom, nor your spouses when they commit adultery. For they themselves are separated with whores, and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore, the people that doth not understand shall fall. Though thou, Israel, play the harlot, yet let not Judah offend, and come not ye unto Gilgal. Neither go ye up to Bethhazen, nor swear, saith Yahweh the living God. For Israel slideth back as a backsliding heifer. Now Yahweh will feed them as a lamb in a large place. Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. Their drink is sour. They have committed whoredom continually. Who rulers with shame do love, give ye. The wind hath bound her up in her wings, and they shall be ashamed because of their sacrifices. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 1. Hear ye this, O priests and hearken, ye house of Israel, and give ye ear, O house of the king, for judgment is toward you, because ye have been a snare or mispath and a net spread upon Tabor. And the revolters are profound to make slaughter, that I have been a rebuker of them all. I know Ephraim and Israel is not hid from me. For now, O Ephraim, thou committest whoredom, and Israel is defiled. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God Yahweh. For the spirit of whoredoms is in the midst of them, and they have not known Yahweh. And the pride of Israel doth testify to his face. Therefore shall Israel and Ephraim fall in their iniquity. Judah shall also fall with them. They shall go with their flocks and with their herds to seek Yahweh, but shall not find him. He hath withdrawn himself from them. They have dealt treacherously against Yahweh, for they have begotten strange children, meaning they have race mixed. Now shall a month devour them with their portions. Blow ye the corner in Gibeah, and the trumpet, and the trumpet in Ramah. Cry aloud at Bethhazen after thee, O Benjamin. Ephraim shall be desolate in the day of rebuke among the tribes of Israel. Have I made known that which shall surely be? The princes of Judah were like them that removed the bound. Therefore I will pour out my wrath upon them like water. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment because he willingly walked after the commandment. Therefore will I be unto Ephraim as a moth, and to the house of Judah as rottenness. When Ephraim saw his sickness, 
and Judah saw his wound. Then went Ephraim to the Assyrian and sent to King Jerob, Yet could he not heal you, nor cure you of your wound. For I will be unto Ephraim as a lion, and as a young lion to the house of Judah. I will, eve, I will tear and go away, and I will take away, and none shall rescue him. I will go and return to my place, till they acknowledge their offense, and seek my face in their affliction. They will seek me early. Hosea chapter 6, verse 1. Come and let us return unto Yahweh, for he hath torn and he will heal us. He hath smitten and he will bind us up. After two days he will revive us. In the third he will raise us up. And we, we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know if we follow on to know Yahweh. His going forth is prepared as the morning. And he shall come unto us as a rain. As in the latter and former rain unto the earth. O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as a morning cloud, and as the early dew it goeth away. Therefore I have hewed them by the prophets. I have slain them by the words of my mouth, and by, thy, by my judgments as the light that goeth forth. For I desired mercy and not sacrifice, and knowledge of Yahweh more than burnt offerings. For they, like men, have transgressed the covenant. There have they dealt treacherously against me. Gilead is a city of them that work iniquity and is polluted with blood. And as the, rob and as the troops of robbers wait for a man, so the company of priests murder in way of consent, for they commit lewdness. And I have seen an horrible thing in the house of Israel, for there is whoredom of Ephraim. Israel is defiled. Also, O Judah, he has sent a harvest for thee, when I return the captivity of my people. Hosea chapter 7 verse 1. When I would have healed Israel, then commit iniquity of Ephraim was discovered. The iniquity of Ephraim was discovered. And the wickedness of Samaria, for they have committed falsehood, and feast cometh in, and troop of robbers spoileth without. And they consider not in their hearts, but I remember all their wickedness. Now their own doings have beset them about. They are before my face. They make the king glad with their wickedness and the princes with their lies. They are all adulterous as an oven heated by the baker who ceases from raising after he hath kneaded the dough until it be leavened. In the day of our king and princes have made him sick with bottles of wine, he stretched out his hand with scorners. For they have made ready their heart like an oven, whilst they lie in wait. Their baker sleep, sleepeth all night. In the morning it burneth as a flaming fire. They are all as a, hot as an oven, and they have devoured their judges. All their kings are fallen. There is none among them that calleth unto me. Ephraim he have mixed himself among the people. Ephraim is a cake not turned. Strangers have devoured his strength, and he knoweth it not. Ye, gray hairs are here, and there upon him he knoweth not. And the pride of Israel testify to his face, and they do not return to Yahweh their God, nor seek him for all this. Ephraim also is like a silly dove without heart. They call to Egypt, they go to Assyria. 
When they shall go, I will spread my net upon them, and I will bring them down as fowls of heaven. I will chastise them as their congregation have heard. Woe unto them, for they have fled from me. Destruction upon them, because they have transgressed against me. Though I have redeemed them, yet they have not, that yet they have spoken lies against me. Hosea chapter 7 verse 14. And they have not cried unto me with their heart. When they howled upon their beds, they assembled themselves for corn and wine, and they rebel against me. Though I have bound and strengthened their arms, yet do they imagine mischief against me. They return, but not to the Most High. They are like a deceitful bow. Their princes shall fall by the sword, for their rage of their tongue. This shall be their derision in the land of Israel. In Sorry, the land of Egypt. Hosea verse 8, chapter, chapter 8, verse 1. Set the trumpet to thy mouth. He shall come as an eagle against the house of Yahweh, because they have transgressed my covenant. They have transgressed against the law. Yahweh, Israel shall cry unto Yahweh. We know thee. Israel hath cast off the thing that is good. The enemy shall pursue him. They have set up kings, but not by me. They have made princes, and I knew it not. Of their silver and their gold have they made them idols, that they may be cut off. Thy calf, O Samaria, have cast thee off. Mine anger is kindled against them. How long will it be ere they attain to innocency? For from Israel was it also, the workmen made it. Therefore it is not Yahweh, but the calf of Samaria, that shall be broken into pieces. For they have, they have sown the wind, and they shall reap the whirlwind. It hath not stalk, the bud shall yield no meal. It sh if so be it, yield, the strangers shall swallow it up. Israel is swallowed up. Now they shall be among the Gentiles as a vessel wherein is no pleasure. For they are gone up to Syria, a wild ass alone by himself. Ephraim have hired lovers. Ye, though have hired among the nations, now will I gather them, and they shall sorrow a little for the burden of the king of princes, because Ephraim have made many altars to sin. Altars shall be unto him to sin. And I have written to him the great things of Yahweh's law. But they were counted as a strange thing. They sacrificed flesh, for the sacrifices of mine offerings, and eat it. But Yahweh accepteth them, accepteth them not. Now will he remember their iniquity, and visit their sins. They shall return to Egypt, for Israel hath forgotten his maker, and buildeth temples, and Judah hath multiplied fences. But I will send a fire upon his cities, and it shall devour the palaces thereof. Hosea chapter 9 verse 1. Rejoice not, O Israel, for joy as other people, for thou hast gone a whoring from thy God Yahweh. Thou hast loved a reward upon every cornflower. The floor and the wine presses shall not feed them, and the new wine shall fail in her. They shall not dwell in Yahweh's land, but Ephraim shall return to Egypt, and they shall eat unclean things in Assyria. They shall not offer wine offerings to Yahweh, neither shall they be pleasing unto him. Their sacrifices shall be unto them as bread of mourners, 
all that eat thereof shall be polluted. For their bread, for their soul, shall not come into the house of Yahweh. What will ye do in that solemn day, and that day of the feast of Yahweh? For lo, they have gone because of destruction. Egypt shall gather them up. Memphis shall bury them. The pleasant places for their silver nettles shall possess them. Thorns shall be in their tabernacles. The days of visitation are come. The days of recompense are come. Israel shall know it. The prophet is a fool. The spiritual man is mad. For the multitude of thine iniquity and the great hatred. The watchman of Ephraim was with Yahweh, but the prophet is a snare of the fowler of his ways and hatred of the house of his God Yahweh. They have deeply corrupted themselves as in the days of Gibeah. Therefore, he will remember their iniquity. He will visit their sins. I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first tribe in the fig tree at her first time. But they went to Baal Peor and separated themselves unto that shame and their abominations were according as they loved. And for Ephraim, their glory shall fly away like a bird from the birth and from their, their womb and from the conception. Though they bring up their children, yet will I bereave them that there shall not be a man left. Ye woe also unto them when I depart from them. Ephraim, as I saw Tyrus, is planted in the pleasant place. But Ephraim shall bring forth his children to the murderer. Give them, O Yahweh, what wilt thou give? Give them a miscarrying womb and a dry breath. All their wickedness is in Gilgal. For there I hated them for their wickedness of their doings. I will drive them out of mine house, and I will love them no more. All their princes are revolters. Ephraim is smitten. Their root is dried up. They shall bear no fruit. Ye, though they bring forth, I will slay them, even the beloved fruit of thy womb. My God Yahweh will cast them away, because they did not hearken unto him. They will be wanderers among the nations. Hosea chapter 10, verse 1. Israel is an empty vine. He bringeth forth fruit unto the himself. According to the multitude of his fruit, he hath increased the altars according to the goodness of the land. They have made goodly images. Their heart is divided. Now shall they be found faulty. He shall break down their altars. He shall spoil their images. For now they shall say, We have no king because we fear not Yahweh. What then should a king do to us? They have spoken words, swearing falsely in making a covenant. Thus, judgment springeth up as a hemlock in the forest of the field. The inhabitants of Samaria shall fear because of the calves of Behazen. For the people thereof shall mourn over it, and the priests thereof that rejoice on it. For the glory thereof, because it is departed from it, and it shall be carried unto Assyria for a present of King Jerob. Ephraim shall receive shame and Israel shall be ashamed for his counsel as for Samaria her king is cut off as the foam upon the water the, pl the high places also of Avon the sin of Israel shall be destroyed the thorn and the thistle shall come up on their altars and they shall say to the mountains cover us and to the hills fall on us O Israel thou hast sinned from the days of Gibeah. There they stood. The battle in Gibeah against the children of iniquity did not overtake them. It is in my desire that I should chastise them. And the people that 
shall be gathered against them when they shall bind themselves in their furrows. And Ephraim is as a heifer that is taught and loved to tread out the corn. But I passed over their, her fennec, and I will make Ephraim to ride. Judah shall plow, and Jacob shall break his clods. Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek Yahweh till he come, and rain righteousness upon you. Ye have plowed wickedness, ye have reaped iniquity, ye have eaten the fruit of lies, because thou did not trust in thy way. In the multitude of thy, thy mighty men, therefore shall a turmoil arise among thy people, and all thy fortresses shall be spilt, as Shalman spoilt Bethrabel in the day of battle. The mother was stashed in pieces upon her children. So shall Bethel do unto you, because of your great wickedness. In the morning shall the king of Israel be utterly cut off. Hosea chapter 11. Verse 1, when Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. As they called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed unto Balaam, and they burnt incense, incense to graven images. I taught Ephraim also to go, taking them by their arms. But they knew not as I healed them. I drew them with cords of a man with bands of love. And I was with them as they that take off the yoke on their jaws, and I laid meat unto them. He shall not return into the land of Egypt, but the Assyrian shall be his king, because they refuse to return. And the sword shall abide on his cities, and shall consume his branches and devour them, because of their own counsels. And my people are bent to backsliding from me, though they called them to the Most High. None at all would exalt him. How shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Admah? How shall I set thee as Zeboam? My heart is turned within me. My repentings are kindled together. I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim. For I am Yahweh and not man, the Holy One in the midst of thee, and I will not enter into the city. They will walk after Yahweh their God. He shall roar like a lion. When he shall roar, the children shall tremble from the west. They shall tremble as a bird out of Egypt and as a dove out of the land of Assyria. And I will place them in their houses, saith Yahweh. Hosea chapter 12 verse 1. Ephraim compasseth with me with the lies in the house of Israel with deceit. But Judah yet rules with Yahweh and is faithful to the saints, with the saints. Ephraim feddeth on wind and followeth after the east wind. He daily increaseth lies and desolation. And they do make a covenant with the Assyrians and oil is, in, is carried into Egypt. Yahweh hath also a controversy with Judah he will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings, he will recompense him. He took his brother by the heel in the, his, in the womb. And by his strength, he had power with Yahweh. Ye, he had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication unto him. And he found him in Bethel. And he spoke with us. Even Yahweh, God of hosts. Yahweh is his memorial. Therefore, turn thou to Yahweh, 
keep mercy and judgment and wait on thy God, Yahweh, continually. He's a merchant and the and balances of deceit are in his hand. He loveth to oppress. And Ephraim said, Yet I am become rich, and I found me out substance. And in all my labors I found none iniquity in me that were sin. And I that am Yahweh thy God, from the land of Egypt will ye make thee to dwell in tabernacles, as in the days of the solemn feast. And I have also spoken by the prophets, and have multiplied visions, and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. Is there iniquity in Gilead? Surely there is a vanity they sacrifice bullocks in Gilgal. Ye, their altars, shall, their altars are as heaps in the forests of the fields, and Jacob shall flee in the country of Syria, and Israel served for a wife, and for a wife he, he kept sheep. And by a prophet, Yahweh brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet he was preserved. Ephraim provoked him to anger most bitterly. Therefore he shall leave his blood upon him, and reproach shall be Yahweh's upon his return. Hosea chapter 13 verse 1. When Ephraim spake trembling, he exalted himself in Israel. But when he offended in Baal, he died. And when and now they sin more and more and have made them molten images in silver and idols according to his own understanding. All of it in work of the craftsmen. They said of them, let men that sacrifice kiss the calves. Therefore, they shall be as the morning cloud, and as the early dew that passeth away, and as the shaft that is driven with the whirlwind out of the floor, and as the smoke out of the chimney. Yet I am Yahweh thy God from the land of Egypt, and thou shalt know no God but Yahweh, for there is no Savior besides Yahweh. And I will know thee in the wilderness, in the land of great drought, according to their pasture. So were they filled. They were filled, and the heart was exalted. Therefore, they have forgotten me. Therefore, I will be unto them as a lion and as a leopard. By the way, I will observe them. I will make them as a bear that is bereaved of her whelps. And I will rend the calf of their heart. And, I, and there will I devour them like a lion. The wild beast shall tear them. O Israel, thou have destroyed thyself, but in me there is help. I will be thy king, where is any other that may save thee in all thy cities? And they and I judges of whom thou sayest, Give me a king and princes. I shall give thee a king in mine anger, and took him away in mine wrath. And the iniquity of Ephraim is bound up in his sin. The sorrows of a travailing woman shall come upon him. He is an unwise son, for he should not stay long in the place of breaking forth of children. I will ransom them. From the power of the grave, I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall hide from mine eyes. Therefore, he will be fruitful among, the among his brethren. And east wind shall come. The wind of Yahweh shall come out from wilderness. And his spring shall be dry. And his fountain shall be dried up. He shall spoil the, the treasure and all pleasant vessels. Samaria shall be desolate, for she hath rebelled against Yahweh. For, the, for shall fall by the sword. Their infants shall be dashed in pieces, and, her, and their women shall be and with child shall be ripped up. Hosea, verse chapter, chapter 
chapter 14, verse 1. O Israel, return unto Yahweh thy God, for thou hast fallen by iniquity. Take with you words and turn to Yahweh. Say unto him, Take away all iniquity and receive us graciously, so we will rend the calves of our lips. As sure shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses, neither we will say any more to the work of our hands. Ye, our gods, for in thee the fatherless find mercy. I heal the backsliding. I will love them freely, for mine anger is turned away from him. And I will be as a dew unto Israel, and he shall grow as a lily and cast forth his roots as Lebanon. His branches shall spread, and his beauty shall be as the olive tree, and his smell as Lebanon. They that shall dwell in his shadow shall return, and they shall revive as the corn and grow in the vine, and the scent thereof shall be as the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim shall say, What have I to do? Any more with idols, I have heard him and observed him. I am like a green fir tree. From me is thy fruit found. Who is wise, and he shall understand thy things. Prudent, and he shall know them. For the ways of Yahweh are right, and the just shall walk in them. But the transgressors shall fall therein. Praise Yahweh. Amen. That's the uh, prophecy of Hosea. Now I see we had a couple of people in the chat room earlier. We have Pastor Visser here. Now if you would like to call in Pastor Visser, uh, you're more than willing. I was just going to go over um, the importance of uh, keeping Yahweh's laws after this, but um, I'm just going to have a, a break for just a minute just to have a drink. I know um, I saw a video recently um, by uh, Dr. Wickstrom. He added this video. I can post in the chat room as well that uh, basically Israel went backsliding again and again and the prophecy of of Hosea uh, covers this. You know, the, the problem is If we break Yahweh's laws, then Yahweh is going to basically have his judgment upon us, and then we will have to repent. And uh, I'm just about to post that video in the chat room. It's called Today Repeating Yesteryear. It's up on Skip, Skip Baker's channel. That's the video with uh, Pastor Pastor Wickstrom there. Now, uh, yesterday, yesterday I called into uh, Linstead's show, and uh, I was trying to discuss Wesley Swift and Comparay, and uh, what he wanted to do was basically uh, start hammering on everybody and. Christian identity, and um, I have read what Morris Gillette had on his 
website about Alan Truitt. I'm not going to get involved in anything like that. But um, even 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 if you were to criticize Galette for anything, uh, instead of criticizing anybody for any valid reason, and we shouldn't focus on that. Uh, instead, pastor. Well, I, I I don't know if we can call him a pastor. We'll call him just Marty. Marty. For now, uh, instead he, he comes up with a whole bunch of um, stuff about Galette, just a lot of nonsense. And uh, where, whereas you know, basically, Martin has uh, slandered everybody, and even when when people try and you know, you know, speak to him politely and honestly, he wants to slander them. Hello, is that Pastor Wickstrom on call? I mean, uh, sorry, Pastor Visser on call. How you doing? I, I got to say, I was enjoying that reading there. You, you know, you keep reading like that, you're going to be scaring people. A lot of people don't <laughs> like hearing the word of Yahweh that way. I enjoy it, that's for sure. Right. I, I, I think it's, I think it's good that you know, basically, you know, if, if. Uh, if you know, especially the the uh, the minor prophets, a lot of those books, the minor prophets have have uh, books that are what fifteen, twenty pages long, and you know you can read through the whole lot of them in in an hour or two hours. So you can you can read through them, and you know, not and basically by the end by the end of the time you're kind of out of breath, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's one thing that a lot of these Judeo Christians just aren't getting in the you know, from behind the pulpits. They're just not getting the word of God at all. It's interesting how when you read it it's entirely different than what's taught in the land for sure. Oh yeah, I was I was raised um Catholic and I I was baptized, confirmed Catholic. I went to uh Catholic primary school that was called Saint Columbus. That's uh, named after an Irish an Irish uh, uh, Irish priest, Columbus, and uh, I went to a Catholic uh, high school called De La Salle, which was uh, it was uh, run by Irish Irish uh, Catholic brothers. But basically, they would they would rather they'd rather preach about how if you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell, rather than what is actually in the Bible. I like yeah. to sing songs all the time, but not so much read from the Bible. Yeah, it is interesting, too, how almost every single Catholic spends a lot of time on that. I've noticed I've gotten slack on YouTube and other venues from Catholics, and they're like, they love calling me heretic. I'm like, wow, you know, you're going to burn in hell and all of that. It's It's crazy. Yeah, yeah there are some pretty sanctimonious people. I grew up in L.A., and it was mostly Catholic out there, too. All right. I think this is actually the first time I've ever spoken to you, so... Yeah, I believe it is. It's actually good to talk to you, man. I, I enjoyed those other two that you put out, put them up on YouTube there. Yeah, I, I, good, good yeah. reading. I, I like to just briefly, you know... Go over just a just a few things with with Martin and and Obadiah. Um, basically, 
with with Obadiah, I I didn't I didn't really have a problem with him until basically I got on I was on Martin's bandwagon because I was I was interested in what Logan was saying and and Elder Gary, and then once they went away, I didn't really like anything Martin had to say, but I just kept listening to him because I don't like to stab friends in the back. I uh, that's that's kind of the thing. I I tend to be very loyal to everyone that I, you know, am friends with. And so basically that's that's the whole reason why we you know, we got it I started I started to, you know, to say some of the things that Martin was saying about Obadiah and then, you know, we we kind of we kind of, you know, I was parroting a lot of the stuff Martin was saying and then, you know, and I guess now we're in a situation where I think it's probably, you know, we're probably it's probably, you know, we probably won't be able to, you know, get along at all, uh, me and Obadiah. So, <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah, Obi's doing his own thing right now. He's really yeah. focusing on uh, his his Christian Identity Australia broadcast. And the interesting thing is, I've noticed an increase in Australians, at least on the forums. Because there's a couple guys there. I think Ralphus is one of them, who's from like Brisbane. I'm not really familiar with the territory over there, but or right. Queensland or something like that. So yeah, it's interesting how there is a lot of infighting, and you know I've thought on that a lot too. And I think sometimes it is a necessary evil because a lot of these guys, you know, and I don't really want to name names. They come in and they say they're CI and they start teaching some ludicrous things. Right. You know. So yeah, that's the interesting thing. So sometimes maybe <laughs> I don't know, you know, sometimes you can't have unity with certain factions. Yeah. Um you know, the the, the interesting thing is it it does seem that it does seem that, you know, the majority of people in, in, in CI don't don't really get along and and to me that doesn't make any sense because on the internet you know, it's it, you know because we have such close circles in Christian identity. It seems like the whole internet is Christian identity. That's just because of the circles we we have online with all the forums and the talk show programs. But you know, if you walk out on the street, you know, just if you've got a pet or something, you're walking the dog or something. You know, the majority of the people uh, they're not they're not Christian identity. They they might not even be really Christian at all. So you know, yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. That's the kind of why it's thing is, it's, yeah. it's kind of up on the upper echelons too, you know, because I think a lot of it is ego, and a lot of guys want to be top dog, you know, and that causes a lot of infighting too. Because, you know, when you go to gatherings and you have people who actually assemble, there's really not that much infighting, not amongst the flock that I've noticed. You know, it's usually amongst the uppers who want to prove their dogmas. And some of those dogmas are really not important enough to fight over, but some of them are, I think. Yep. And I guess, I guess one of the, one of the reasons why I actually went on Martin's show is just, I, I, I just don't really want him to post a lot of nonsense up on, about me on his forum. That's kind of the only reason why, why, why I went on the show. Yeah. Well, he's going to do it anyway. You know, and the interesting thing is, in the last few weeks, I've talked to John Britton, I've talked to Russ Walker, I've talked to quite a few of these guys, and it, you know, <laughs> Marty's his whole, he's his own thing over there. But it, but the one thing I have told them is it's going to happen by default. He'll do it for years. You know, I'm 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 one of his prime suspects when it comes to that just slander and defamation. He said so many things. 
I think yeah. it's comical, actually. Yeah, I, I remember yesterday I was I was reading I was reading from um uh, an article Your Heritage by Bertrand Comperay, and then Marty just uh, starts interrupting me and and then saying, "Viscer is a Sephardic Melungeon." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he first started that, he you know I I went from being I think it was an Indian to a to something else to a Melungeon. Now I'm a yeah. Sephardic Jew or. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Graduate, and that's one of the things, you know. If you think about it, you really are nothing NCI, or at least you haven't made it until someone does call you a Jew. I've heard every single preacher in CI called a Jew, from Wyland to Peters down to the lower level, you know. Yeah. Well, apparently, apparently, I'm, I'm a Scottish. I'm a Scottish Jew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, you 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 know you know my you know my you know my you know my real name anyway. But my 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 surname is actually, you know, it, it was tra- my my dad ha- my was actually not my gra- my dad. It was my grandfather changed the German the German name Eschenbach to a uh, and there's there's a town in Bavaria called Eschenbach that's E S T E N B A C H, you know Bach, you know like similar to Bach after the composer, uh, the German composer, and to a, to a uh, Hungarian sounding name. So he's gonna, he's, uh, you know, if Marty hears this, he's gonna start saying, uh, you know, you're 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 uh, you're a Hunnic, you know, you're you know you're a you're a you're a Magyar Jew as well now or something, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's interesting. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but uh, me, Obadiah, and Marty actually did one show together. And it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, and he calls yeah. in, and it's just really kind of interesting to hear those two go at it because <laughs> Marty makes up a lot of stuff, especially against men he knows nothing about, doesn't even know their real name or, or you know where they live, and he'll he'll make up some whoppers. Kind of makes you question why he does it. Um, if, if, if I had to think of anything, I, I'd say, you know, he, he probably just gets, you know, he gets bored. He wants something to do to entertain himself. Yeah. Attention. You know, that's yeah. kind of what it and, is. And I, and, and I, I reckon a lot of, I reckon a lot of sin actually is, can be derived from, you know, just you're, you're bored, at, you're bored about, you're bored at the time and then you want to do something to entertain yourself. But the sort of entertainment you get into is, is something you're going to regret later on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I learned years ago. Just, you know, ignore them. That's what I've told everybody. The best thing to do is don't respond because that's exactly what he wants. So I, I stopped responding a long time ago. You know, I got to a point where I actually can't listen to it. It's so spiritually draining that, like, I can't stand, I can't listen to his voice. You know, and so <laughs> it's actually worked I'm, good for me as long as I don't yeah. listen to him or news guy and you know people like that who drag my spirit down. I can cool. really focus on the scripture. Um, I mean, the the, the movement, the movement turned. Um, at least at least for three months, it's it, I've just gotten so sick of it because it's just it's so repetitive. It's the same the same slanders of the same people over and over again. That's the content of the show. Yeah. In fact, I think the very very first one he ever did was against me, and he's done a lot on me. I, I think it's kind of cool in a way because 
Yeah. It's like having your own little fan club. I don't care what he writes or what he says in a lot of ways, as long as he just keeps talking. <laughs> but everybody in CI knows. I mean, you know, every show he goes to, that's the interesting thing. They all know who he is. They mute him. They what? mark him. Why is he so obsessed with your family? I, I just don't get that. I mean. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When it comes to Marty, he's all about facts, you know. And I've come dangerously close to actually publishing facts about myself to disprove a lot of the things he said. But over the years, I'm like, you know, what does it matter? You know what I mean? It hasn't affected yeah. me one iota. If anything, he works as a promotional tool because as long as he's over there putting links and stealing posts, people will just come on over to the site anyway. I, I think I think Logan got pretty fed up with uh, a lot of what Martin had to say. Yeah, it just I wasn't sorry for Logan, actually. Yeah, it just wasn't, wasn't just, you know, wasn't, there's nothing, no scripture. No scripture backs up what Martin has to say about killing innocent children. I asked Martin, so where does it say in the Bible that you can that you can kill children of regime criminals. I mean, let, let's take it. Let's take it on its face. Okay, let's say regime criminals are fair game. But you know, where does it say in the Bible that you can just kill people just for being the children of regime criminals? It, it, there's nowhere. So he yeah. blocked me from his chat room that time. The first time, the only time he's ever blocked me from his chat room. Yeah, that's a good. He got one. so angry about that. <laughs> I've asked him to back up a lot of the things he said over the years. And the one thing that kind of sticks out to me is when actually news guy was going to have him on for an equal and fair debate, and he wussed out. You know, he talked all that talk, but when it actually came down to having a fully moderated, you know, fair across-the-board time le limit, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> because that's the extent yeah. of Marty's debate if you call into his show. I tried in the past, you, you know, and he'd just leave me on mute and keep talking. Right. I'd, I'd like to hear um, I'd like to hear Marty uh, talk with Pastor Gallette. That, that'd be interesting because Marty would be saying, so Visa was trying to steal your trust fund, blah, 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 and then, and then, and then Gallette would say, you know, he probably, I'm assuming he'd say no, and then, and then Marty would keep on coming up with the same catchphrase again and again. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing is shortly after Gallette got released, he started doing shows and Marty called in. But Marty did a surprise attack. It was like on ProThink show, I think. But I remember distinctively that Gallette went off and he started calling him like every name in the book and MF, SOB, everything. And, uh, they actually re-edited it. They cut the piece off. But somewhere on disc, I actually have the show where Gallette just cusses Marty out and calls him the biggest blasphemer in the book. And that's one of the interesting things. He said for years I was trying to steal his trust fund. Then Gallette got out and said, what are you even talking about? It hasn't stopped him. He still says the same lie. He started right. saying then, then Gallette became a cokehead and, and all of this slander and everything else. But the closest Marty has ever come to ordination within Aryan Nations or, or CI in general was Gallette's ordination. I was there when it happened back in 05, but it was revoked shortly thereafter. Right. So you've, phys you've physically seen Linstead, have you? No, I actually haven't physically seen him. I mean, there proverbially by way of the Internet, because 
shortly after, Gallette ended up going to jail, you know, Scott Thornton, a few others. In fact, John Britton was part of that whole movement. And, you know, he went to he went to jail for like four and a half years, or the loony bin, as he says it. And one thing I do remember from that time was everybody got along. There was no problems, you know. So that's kind of what was interesting. He got out, started calling Eli a Jew, and all of a sudden a few other people picked up on that, I think, you know. And, and so that was what was kind of interesting, just watch the progression of how he does so so discord, or tries to at least. I think I think he's probably just mentally ill. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if if, if he's a Jew or not. I I think he's just mentally ill. Really. Well, yeah, that's the interesting thing. It's like I I've you know I've been talking to a few people that he's recently gone on the war path against, and the interesting thing is that's what I tell him. It's like he's either 100% lunatic or he's not, and then that's what what you need to worry about. Because, you know, when you start thinking the devil is just a red-suited pitchfork-wielding dude or a toothless hobo who lives in Granby, Missouri, that's usually when you get sideswiped by the devil, you know what I mean? So there's probably more to it. You know, that's the thing is he's drawn more things. Well, actually, I can't say that. To be honest with you, I think Obi drew more personal facts out of me on air than Marty ever could. You know, and and Obi's a friend, okay. so so it just kind of shows you how things work. <laughs> I think the Christian Identity Forum is is one of the best one of the best um, sites for Christian identity uh, books available online. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'd agree with you there. And the interesting thing is, I remember when all that was going down, and he actually got a little tr- trouble like a year or so ago. But the good thing was, is after like a three-day hiatus or whatever, he was up on a new server, and it's it's like a really secure server. So all of those Christian identity books and PDFs that he has up there are pretty secure. You know, they're not due to go down any time by way of DMCA or anything. So I think I've downloaded all of them. Sure, yeah. yeah. I've downloaded all of his books on that on that forum. Yeah, he's got he's got a great resource there. Yep. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed his first podcast. I got to admit, I listened to it. It was cool because here in America, you know, a lot of the music that was on that show, I had never even heard. So it kind of shows like there is a difference in cultures, you know. Yeah. But we all have the similar spirit, the spirit of Adam, and that's why it was interesting what you were talking about earlier. Our inability to follow Yahweh's law is exactly what's what's happening to us. And in CI, there's a lot of people, they blame the Jew, and rightfully so. They blame the Negro, and they blame everything else. But when it's all said and done, we really need to blame ourselves because Scripture says Yahweh will bring the curses against us if we turn from his law. Yeah, I was gonna I was going to touch on a few of those uh, scriptures here. I've got, I've got the Bible concordance out just... I was going to go over a few of those about the importance of keeping uh, Yahweh's laws. And it says there's 184, in the King James Bible, there's 184 occurrences of, of the mention of, of, the, of the word laws, which goes to show the importance of, 
of that, you know. So uh, in Matthew 5, chapter 5, verse 19, it says, Whoever goes against the smallest of God's laws, teaching men to do the same, will be named the least in heaven. But he who keeps the laws, teaching others to keep them, will be named the greatest in heaven. And uh, get much more simpler than that, huh? And and John fourteen five, if you if you love me, meaning if you love Yahweh, you will keep the laws. I can go on, but there, there's yeah. plenty here. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting too. How you know? Because I've questioned how that antinomian belief has entered CI, because the whole of it. Scripture, you know, even when it was given on Sinai, Yahweh God said it was forever. And Christ taught no different till heaven right. and earth pass, not one jot or tittle. But you go into these Judeo-Christian churches and they're, oh, the law is done away with. You can do whatever you want. That's not written. Right. I mean, my my my, my older brother, Michael, he is uh, he's a race mixer. He's, his wife is Indonesian. He's got an Indonesian daughter as well. And uh, he, he claims to believe in the Bible. He's a Catholic. And, and, I, and, I, and I said to him five years ago, this is before I knew anything about Christian identity, I don't want to associate with you. I just had that racial instinct back then. That's a good point, actually, because, like I said, I grew up in Los Angeles, California, and I knew even before, you know, uh, I knew what CI was, white nationalism, any of that. I knew the Negro and the Mexican were, were dangerous beasts, you know. And maybe that was a, a wake-up call for me growing up in the city like that, being chased home every day by Mexicans and stuff, because I'm not like some of my brother-in-laws who live up in Seattle and they're liberals and actually believe the Negro can be trusted, you know. <laughs> when around blacks, don't relax. Yeah, I, I had... Uh... At, at high school, actually, when I, when I was uh, probably about four, uh, 13 and 14, around that age, you know, in, in my middle years of high school, there was this, uh, this black, black kid in my class, the tallest, tallest the, biggest, the biggest and the tallest guy there. He's probably as tall as I am now, probably about 6'4", and probably weighs about what I, what I am, about 200 pounds. But that was when I was 14, so you can imagine he was a pretty big guy for that for that age group, and uh, he used to always bully me and you know get in fights with me. But one one time I actually stood up to him, and and I I was I was you know medium sized. I wasn't wasn't a big guy. I was probably only I was probably 50 pounds less than he was at the time. I beat him up because <laughs> because non-whites on on a fair fight one on one. If they're fighting somebody who is not afraid to fight back, they will give up. Yeah, that's a good point because they are, they are truly pack animals or, or herd animals. They work together like that because I've noticed the same way. You know, most Negroes or Mexicans, one-on-one, no go. But they'll go home and get three or four of their cousins, you know, and then they'll meet yep. you around the block. That's how they usually always do it. In a fair fight, one-on-one, -on -one, you just bust their chicken legs and they go down. It's true. It's a good point. Yep. But, yeah, it's it's weird because our inability to do, you know, God's law, like he said, before, before we went into the land of Canaan, we were supposed to wipe them all out, and yep. we didn't. 
and now they're a thorn in our side. They still are. So it is interesting how, you know, prophecy, I find the more and more I study it, comes to pass just like Yahweh God says as such. You know, every time we we turn and we become disobedient. And that's what that's I think what makes that one verse so pivotal where it says, If my people who are called by my name will repent, you know, then I shall hear from heaven, then I shall heal their land. So, you know, right. we have to repent first and foremost. And a stiff necked people, it's hard to get people to repent, you know, when they when they don't think they're doing wrong. Right. But you know, I'm I'm at a stage now, in, you know, in my belief that, you know, if I if I do something that I I think is wrong, and even if it's a small thing, I'll just feel really bad about myself. I'll have, it'll be on my conscience. It'll weigh on my conscience. Even if I repent for it, I will feel bad about it. And and that could be just as small as a small thing as swearing at somebody or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what separates us from the other nations because completely we have the spirit of Yahweh God and it's like the word of God is a second witness to us especially the law we know it's wrong to kill steal commit adultery fornicate etc you know so we're we're in essence if you think about it really kind of the only race that can show well we are the only race that can show repentance I believe yep. because the rest of them don't have that conscious that white conscious in a weird way so I don't know it, it's 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 kind of a catch-22, but where it talks about in the Scripture, you know, that the Spirit will testify of all things. That's what I think it's kind of talking about because, you know, we do feel bad. They never do. It's amazing. Ignorance is bliss, they say, but I guess our reward right. is greater. Yeah, I, was, I think I was touching on this a little bit with Pastor Eli last week when I was trying to, when I was trying to, you know, see if... Uh, the feud between Eli and, and William Fink can, can you know, kind of stop. Because I don't see any, there's no, there's no reason for it to continue. You know, they should just focus on building up their own ministries. Yeah, you know, I've, I, was, I was real, I'm still heartbroken over that, to be honest with you. I mean, I listened to, to Eli and Bill back in the day. And when they split, it was sad, <laughs> and, and it was it was unfortunate. But in a lot of ways, you know, <laughs> there's negative things that could be said about both of them because I completely agree with you. I don't think the focus should have been on one another because, in essence, when Fink started saying things, Eli got defensive. And when Eli got defensive, all of a sudden it was, oh, Negroes can be in heaven or at least interpreted that way. You know what I mean? So it looked bad on Eli. And then vice versa, it also looked bad on Bill Fink because he was doing five or six parts, which I don't think he's done in six months or so against him. But now Eli's supposedly doing like four or five parts against the deity of Christ or the oneness of Christ. Right. That's, that's, you know, I actually remember he had that thought years ago, but that's kind of a sad, I don't know. I don't want to speak against him. That's his own thing. But to me at least from the teachings of Swift, Compare, and, and all of that, the teaching that Jesus Christ is God is like 101 CI. Right. I, I told uh, Pastor Eli that in the chat room a couple of weeks ago as well, that basically I, I said this, you know, this against the oneness doctrine, you know, you might as well hear that from, a, from the pulpit at a Catholic church. Oh yeah, yeah. Catholic theology 101. 
Yeah, because that's exactly, yeah, that's one of their things, is that Jesus wasn't God. And they spend a lot of time, yeah, just proving that. And they don't really mind showing them all bloody and mangled on their cross, which is interesting, too. But, yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ is, is so much God. I mean, I and the Father are one. He's Whoso has seen me has seen the Father. The list is endless. Alpha and Omega. So I don't know. It's kind of sad because I'm actually, I feel kind of, in the last two, three years since Pete Peters died and a lot of the others have turned aside to what I I consider silly dogmas, you know, I have very few that even I can listen to. I spend most of my time listening to Comparay and Swift and Shell Memory. Yeah, no I, 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 listen, I listen to a lot of Swift and uh, read a fair bit of Comparay. Yeah. And that's that's really, I think, pivotal. And one of the things that even I have learned in the last few years is we, you know, we have to be really careful in how we guard the spirit. It is the spirit that leads us, but our spirit can be quenched. It can be brought down. And that's my focus, at least for this year, has been not allowing any people like Marty or some of these other ludicrous things that are entering, entering CI affect me. Yep. And just more so focus on things that are edifying to me. And I think it's actually right. worked, to be honest with you, when you compare where I was in November and December versus now. I'm more focused, you know. So it's something we have to do. And Christ taught it. we got to prune off a lot of those dead things. Yep. I I think it's actually important to, to monitor people like Linstead because it's it's kind of like the reason why, for example, about six months ago, I wanted to I wanted to know, you know, what what do the Jews really believe? So I went online and I looked on online and I and I read through the whole three thousand pages of their Talmud, their Babylonian Talmud, and I found out what they believe in contrary to what the Bible actually says, and how the Talmud is in complete contradiction to every every law in the Bible. Yeah. Every law. It is one, it's a complete 180. It is 100% diametrically opposed. And that's a good point, because when Judaism infiltrated Christianity and became Judeo-Christianity, that's exactly why we have all of these Christians saying the law is the offense, the law is done away with, because the law is so central. It really is. I mean, common sense should dictate the law is what we're judged according to. That's why I gave it to you, you know, but they can't even grasp that. And and right. so it really is. And and also with Martin Lindstedt, you should monitor people like him because, you know, I said it in the past, the, the two times I've been visited by the feds in my entire career were both in reference to Martin Lindstedt, and he opened the door for them to come in with his fraudulent post on his forum, you know, because right. he takes posts and he'll put them on his forum and he'll add to them. But the the masses or the goyim, they don't differentiate that, and, and it kind of opened the door for them to come and question me. And that's yep. one of the things. I said it on Eli's show, Testament of Dan, and it was my one and only statement on it. But, right. you know, I'll say it again here and now because I don't trust them, <laughs> you know, right. at all. And and the word the word goy and, and goyim actually means... Actually, from the Hebrew, it means nations, and the Jews have perverted it to mean animals as well. They, they pervert language. They do it very well. Yeah, and history. They really have. And the interesting thing is, I've noticed with Luke, at least, with the current series I'm preaching, when he used the high Greek, 
he was much more educated than many of the others. It's it's harder to tamper with, you know. A lot of the the Greek is so locked, you know, where the Jew can pervert Hebrew oftentimes into Yiddish and and things like that. The Greek's a lot less fallible, I think, in a lot of ways because you're you're dead on right there. That's exactly what they do is pervert the meanings of words in every generation. And it's so calculated, you know, because it draws away from the real meaning of the words, especially the 1611 King James. Yep. Well, they took out the Apocrypha as well from later versions of the King James Bible. Yeah, and it, you know what's interesting about that is how, like, the Catholics then readopted it, and they'll actually have parts of the Apocrypha. But when you look at the Apocrypha, in my opinion... The Apocrypha and many of the lost books, the ones that have less interest, have been less tampered with. They're really racial, I mean, in contrast to the King James or the Masoretic text, which has been whitewashed. Yep. And and the interesting thing about the Apocrypha book, the Gospel of Judas, is that Judas Iscariot, is that Jesus, this is actually the conversation that Judas Iscariot had with Jesus. Jesus actually said... Yeshua said to to Judas, basically, you're a serpent, and and you know that your people will be cursed. So he actually said that in the Gospel of Judas, your people will be cursed. And if 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 uh, Judas was of the same people as the rest of the disciples, then why would Jesus say that we're cursed? He's obviously referring to a different race of people, the Jews, from which Judas is a member of. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Escariot. Actually, yeah, the interesting thing is the key is within that name. A lot of people think that was his name, Judas Iscariot, but it actually is Judas from Escariot. And when you do the look, when you look into it, you find out he was an Edomite too. And and it makes perfect sense because Christ said, I have chosen ye twelve and one of you is a devil. So it's, right. it's perfect in, a, in that way that it shows Yahweh God and why he allows the devil to exist. It's to do his bidding. In fact, a lot of people also miss this, in my opinion, that the devil entered into Judas when Christ put the sop to his mouth. So in a lot of ways, you know, Christ technically put the devil in him. <laughs> and that's something like the why Christ would say later, woe unto the, that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed, for it would have been better for him to have never been born. So it shows the importance of being chosen as opposed to a vessel of dishonor, because he was chosen, Judas was chosen, but it wasn't for a good purpose like the other 11 had. Right. But the reason the reason why Yeshua Christ, Yahweh in the flesh, had to had to come come in the flesh in the first place is because either either the race of Israel would have to die because the the marriage vows were were broken the either the house of Israel the race of Israel had to die or the father the husband the husband man which is Yahweh would have to come back and and and, and die for us so he could renew the covenant and that's what he did for us absolutely Absolutely, and I think a a strong second witness to that is the marriage supper of the Lamb. You know, we read in Jeremiah, Yahweh God divorces Israel. Well, we remarried at the marriage supper of the Lamb, where Christ remarries his bride Israel. So, again, that's a valuable key as well, that Christ, Yahshua, is Yahweh of the Old Testament as well, 
after the order Amen. of Melchizedek. So it is a crucial doctrine, and that's kind of what I was saying when I called in initially was that, you know, it burdens my heart sometimes that there's infighting, but sometimes I think it's for good reason because it defines us more so than the Judeo-Christians who just all want to get along, you know. Yeah. Um, also, King Kings one, eleven eleven, chapter eleven eleven. So Yahweh said to Solomon, "Because you have done this, you have not kept my agreement and my laws which I gave to you. I will take the kingdom away from you by force, and give it to your servant." And uh, in Chronicles one, chapter twenty two, verse thirteen, and all will go well for you if you. Take care and keep the laws and the rules which Yahweh gave to Moses for Israel. Be strong and take heart. Have no fear and do not be troubled. So we, we really have nothing to fear as long as we keep Yahweh's laws. Yeah, that's a really good point too because Solomon himself sums it up, I think, in my opinion, in Ecclesiastes where the whole conclusion of the matter is to fear Yahweh God and keep his commandments. And I think there's such simplicity in that statement in Ecclesiastes because that's really all there is to it. If we reverence Yahweh God and keep his law, you can rest easy at night. That's really the only surefire biblical assurance that we do have. So it's interesting how a lot of these guys do cast the law out and then they bank everything on grace, grace, grace. But I've proven, right. Swift has proven grace was always there. Yahweh God gave us grace in the Garden of Eden, in the, before the land of Canaan, in Assyria, Babylon, Egypt, time and time again, you know. And Christ was the final grace. That's where they get confused. Right. And, and the, the, whole, the whole 66 books in the Bible, it is, it is a book, like I, I, tell, I tell my parents, and they, 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 they don't like what I have to say, I tell them it is a book of, it is a book of racial history. It is a book of Yahweh's laws, and it's a book of sixty-six books of prophecy. Those are the three ways I could sum it up. Yeah, and you know what's so interesting about that is is when you say that it's so foreign to people. But the very first book of the New Testament and the very first verse in Matthew says it's the book of the generations of Jesus Christ, the book of the genios or race of Jesus Christ. And then, of course, you know as well as I do, in Genesis 5, it says it's the book of the generations of Adam. So Old Covenant right. or New Covenant, it is a racial book about one man, his family, and his offspring. And that's exactly where I'm at in the Gospel of Luke, is actually tracing genealogy back to Adam, who was a son of God. But unfortunately, it's Joseph's genealogy. But at least it proves Judeans were the sons of God, or at least from that stock. I'm, I'm really enjoying the uh, Gospel of Luke series at the moment, so I appreciate it's going it. well. Yeah, it is actually doing, I think it's doing pretty good. It's, it's a good series, and it's getting pretty good listens on YouTube. And I was, I was nervous about it, because these series, they run a long time, but there's a necessary reason to do it, because... You can just refer people back when they have questions <laughs> and just say, hey, go listen to part eight, you know. So I, yes. I appreciate the listens and the support and everything. There's, it's been doing pretty good, and it's made it a lot easier for me as well. I'm hoping to do Obi and Visser shows, but, you know, he's busy with his thing. But who knows? Maybe we'll have a uh, reunion in the future. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd, it'd be interesting. 
It'll be interesting to talk to Obi. Yeah, if well, I could talk to Obi, he's yeah. been kind of missing in action. I've noticed, like on a lot of these yeah. shows, there's another Obadiah one eighteen, but it's not Obi. You know, it's probably a Linstead uh, sock bucket. Yeah. Sock See, you know what's up already. Exactly. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, and and Marty thinks he's really clever because he's allowed to stay in Wickstrom's chat, but he doesn't realize that he's allowed to stay in Wickstrom and Eli's and Bill's chat because he's behaving himself. That's all the all he really has to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's got a lot of time on his hands. He really does. And that's the thing. I've preached sermons on the slander and gossip, actually. And I've even said that. And unfortunately, Marty has taken it and, and screwed it around. But Scripture says, of course, slander's forbidden, but even gossip is forbidden. And so he took that for me to say, oh, it's, it's the truth, and, and, and that's why he's saying that. But no, actually, it does say that. Even if it's true to gossip on something, the ends never justify the means. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can call somebody a Jew for years, you know, not knowing he's a Jew, and even find out 10, 20 years later he is a Jew. But scripturally, you're not justified for those 10 years of calling somebody a Jew without cause. So, and that's what I was trying to say, is gossip even is forbidden, you know. But there's nothing against theological discourse. And that's where I really want to get him, and I want to get people like Mark Downey, you know, to call in and actually talk theology like you and I are doing this evening or morning for you. Uh, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's afternoon here, but, uh, I, I, you know, there's actually, interestingly enough, there's only one only one, one uh, so-called pastor I've actually ever had a problem with. That was uh, Dewey Tucker. And uh, he was, um, he's never been, he's never had a problem with Linstead, interestingly enough. You know? You know, the interesting thing is I have never, I think I heard Dewey one time on an Eli James broadcast, but I have actually heard nothing but bad things about the guy. And so from Queenie Cameron and other people, but there's, you know, I've heard a lot of bad things from inner clicks in CI because apparently from what I've heard, he's against CI, but kind of preaches a lukewarm CI message. Am I wrong in that? Um, well, Dewey Tucker, he believes that all white people are Elohim, meaning he believes they're small gods. He believes that Jesus was Adam reincarnated, a second Adam, and he believes we have no free will. But this absurdity of saying we have no free will resulted in him saying on his show, and I quote the bottom, he, he said that, a Jew gunman killed a hundred white children. That would be God's work. And I, I said, I said that I think he's well spiritually a Jew for saying something so ridiculous. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's almost borderline blind, blind obedience, like you see with some of these creatards who uh, say almost the same exact thing about Hitler. You know, those that have any spirit, always doing the will of God. Yeah, that remains to be seen. I guess we'll all know in judgment, but he was definitely against the Jew. Yeah. You know, I, I was yeah, gonna, that's the yeah. thing. It's really down to the fruits, and that's all I can say about, you know, Marty and some of the people 
yeah. that are out there. Is, is Christ really meant it when he said it comes down to the fruits? Because a man can say a million and one things with his mouth and be a total liar, a sociopath, and look you in the eyes and not have a conscience, you know? Yeah. I was going to uh, finish the show with a couple of um, a couple of uh, Bible verses on lawlessness, because I think it's an appropriate subject. Matthew chapter seven verse twenty three, and I will, I, and then will I vow unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. And uh, Pro- Proverbs eleven thirty, the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life, but violent behavior takes away souls. And uh, Matthew twenty three twenty eight. This is the last verse I'll get onto. The thus also ye outwardly ye appear righteous to be men, righteous men, but within are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. And you could say that about Freemasons, not just Linstead, you know. Yeah, yeah, and a majority of your Judeo Christians, honestly, yep. because. You know, that's really what it is, the facade. And I've even pointed that out, how the, you know, the Pharisees of, of Christ's times are no different than the Billy Grahams and the Joel Steens of our times. And that's exactly what they are, is full of hypocrisy and dead men's bones. And the dead men's bones, of course, is leading people to death because they really preach a death, you know, a hopeless message when you listen to it. It's depressing to me. I've never been in a Judeo-Christian once where they haven't said Jacob is a trickster and the Jews are God's chosen or whatever, and all this baloney that's not written. Yep. I mean, John 8, 44, John 8, 47 just refutes that, what they say, yep. Yeah, exactly. And the interesting thing about that is, you know, Christ goes on to say that when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he's the liar and the father of it. That means his children perceive his lies as truth. And so as we grow in the word, you know what I mean? Some of those lies become so apparent, so blatant, that we kind of want to just shake our brother and be like, are you serious? You can't see this? You know, here in America, we got a Negro, Antichrist, Muslim, president, homosexual, half-Jew, whatever he is. And most of the Christians think he's great. I'm like, wow, if that's not bowing to the Antichrist, or at least the biblical definition of an Antichrist, which is one who denies Christ, I don't know what is. Right. The Bible says only 7,000 will refuse to bow the knee to Baal. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's the interesting thing is the numbers are always small, but the numbers are always worth it. And, you know, one thing I can say about, you know, a ministry is it will always grow if you keep it God-focused and you preach the word and don't go into gossip. I've done gossip shows. I've done them with Burks back in the day. I did them with Marty. You know, I've done them. And I can tell you this honestly. You can go to YouTube now and look them up, 30 views maybe. It's nothing yeah. in, in compared. And it just goes to show you it, it doesn't stand. So you always have to keep it Christ-centered. And it will grow. And that's the thing. I have one or two or three, I would estimate, actually, of really strong supporters who send money, who actually financially support me and everything. And that's all I need. To be honest with you, I'm completely taken care of as a ministry. I have probably, I can't say how many listeners, you know, they're way up there, but that's the numbers. And I have found over the years, you'll preach, if you'll get to 100,000, you're lucky if you get five people 
who will email you, send you a, you know, and and try to support you. And and that's not because I think it's not because we can't. It's because just like Christ and John the Baptist, we really did come for a poor race and group of people. That's our target yep. target demographic. We're not rich, you know. That's right. Financially, our reward is much greater, and and that's the thing. So you really only need one or two good supporters, and these things will go out. They'll be listened to for infinity should the Lord tarry. And that's the thing that's interesting. And like we were discussing how we listen to Swift now, 40, 50 years after the fact, that's what I pray if the Lord should tarry, that, you know, 50 years after my death, people will still be listening to my shows and Obi and Visser shows or this show. Well, Praise Yahweh. Uh, thank you for calling in. I think you uh, added a lot to the show. Uh, thanks, Pastor Vista. No problem. I definitely appreciate you having me on, brother. And, uh, you know, anything I can do or whatever, just let me know. Thank you. I will be listening, no doubt. In fact, is it all right if I put this one up? No problem. This this will be a, a good one, I think. Definitely. You know? I appreciate yeah. it. I think it went well. And I think you're doing good. So I just wanted to call in and let you know. I appreciate it, man. Keep up the good work. All right. Y'all are blessed. Y'all bless, brother.